0: Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I freaking cut off one of its fingers on accident. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen in the big sit you didn't ask for, but need. Welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Are you ready? Hey, Rusties, and welcome to a brand new Almost Adulting. If you're wondering, V, what's going on with your voice? Have you been smoking 75,000 times a day for the last week in order to sound like this? No, I am sick. So today you get to have that scratchy. <laughs> Cigarettes, smoking, Hollywood voice, you're welcome. Welcome to brand new Almost Adulting. It is the largest self-love podcast and movement. It is your number one destination for personal growth and mental health. I'm your big sister and your host, Violetta. I wanted to kind of quickly start this episode before my Adderall kicks in and I get more serious. I am just full of love and full of meds. And really quick, I just want to say, hey, everyone. To my non Jewish friends, happy Merry Chrysler, (laughs) Merry Christmas, and happy Kwanzaa as well. Happy Hanukkah, even though that's over, and whatever other holidays everyone celebrates, and happy holidays. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even funny. I just. (laughs) Okay, have you ever been so sick? You're finally a little bit better, and just everything is just so funny because you genuinely just thought you were gonna die. And he, obviously, it's an exaggeration, but is there anything worse than when you are so sick and it's so agonizing and you pray to God and you say, God, please heal me? I promise I will be a better person once I'm better. And then you get better and you're not a better person. <laughs> completely forget the wish you made and you take for granted again you know being alive being able to breathe well being able to not throw up every two seconds I didn't want to get tested but I'm pretty sure I had COVID because it felt like the second time I experienced COVID and I'm still a little sick now it's been over a week but for a week last week I was so sick that not only did I keep getting shivers and i was hot then i was cold i kept having a fever then i'm feeling okay for a few seconds but everything i would eat i would throw up and what made me even sicker was the fact that i only lost a pound (laughs) all the throwing up (laughs) i'm totally kidding but there's nothing more no i'm not kidding i only lost a pound it was really pathetic but there was nothing more agonizing than the feeling of nausea for the whole 24 hours And the worst part is that when you are sick, your animal knows that you're sick. And it's really sweet, you know? They want to be around you. So my cat, Pancakes, just kept trying to be around me. And she needed to always touch me. And when you are nauseous, nothing more nauseating than someone touching you. Especially if they're hairy. (laughs) And every two seconds pancakes would just go and try to like warm her warm, hairy body next to me. And I, and I would pick her up and I'd be like, pancakes, please stop. And I move her somewhere else. And then within three seconds, she comes back around for a different corner and touches me again just to warm up next to me, you know, to make sure I'm better. But instead it was just making it worse. And I was like, pancakes, no. And I moved her and she comes back around again to the point that at one point she even sat on me and I just wanted to die I said God please end me end my misery I beg you I will be a better person if you please make it stop and he didn't because he knew I was lying (laughs) anyway today's episode is either Benson Knows Best or Confession Corner you you know it's 50-50 I don't know which one I need to I need to look in my notes. (laughs) The funniest part while I was sick is that I had work to do, obviously. And I emailed some of the brands that I was working with that I am too sick to move. And that was the truth. It was, I was surprised by how sick I was. And I emailed them saying, I have a few minutes where I don't feel nauseous. So I'm able to send this email. I'm not feeling right. I have a fever. I can't. I can't finish the work right now I need a few extra days and then they would say oh my god I'm so sorry. I hope you feel better. Can you please send the stuff by end of day though? <laughs> that actually made me laugh. I love that. I thought it was hilarious but one thing I didn't do I mean no actually I did continue to kind of work which I think made it worse for me made me sicker and after I got sicker then I said okay enough I'm just going to rest Because we got to stop thinking that we're going to get some extra brownie points for doing the work while we are not physically all there, while we have not taken care of our physical self, that somehow we're going to get that extra good job award. No, people don't give a shit. And also, if you show people that you are able to work when you are physically ill, then they'll take advantage of it. The next time they'll just be like, we'll just... They normally work when they don't feel well. So, you know, it's not a big deal. Make sure that you still get turned in the work. You know, that's where I think it's important to set boundaries. And it's important to also not expect other people to care or to be understanding or to tell you, no, 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 please don't worry about it. Turn it in when you're ready. No, you're the one who has to set in the boundaries. If you tell someone something's okay, then they'll act like it's okay. It's up to you to tell people what you are not okay with. Which is why I just stopped responding to the emails. (laughs) I just didn't respond and I'm going to email back today. Because now I can record this episode. So I'm finally better and I can work today. And I'm more than happy to work. I don't like the jokes that I make sometimes or other people make. Like I love working you guys. I'm not gonna lie. I know it's weird to say i enjoy working uh as, as many jokes as i make about i would love to be a housewife which i will love that please make my dreams come true in 2024 even my my parents said to my sister and i we as much as we make those jokes we would be so bored we love working i don't it must be the immigrant self i wish i didn't know how to love it but i love it and not only that i love cleaning <laughs> that's how i know god's a man <laughs> Because he gave me double D's and he gave me the will to want to work and to want to clean. Um, I love cleaning. I have housekeepers now in my home and I clean before my housekeepers come. And then I also clean when they're here with them because I believe teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> Man, you know, can I just say I love you guys. <laughs> Is it me or does NyQuil just give you the worst nightmares? Not just nightmares, it gives you the weirdest lucid dreams. I've dreamt about my exes, I've dreamt about my ex best friends, I've had sex dreams, I've had the most weirdest vivid dreams, I don't know what's happening, I don't know what's real and then you wake up and you're still very delirious and weird for the next 24 hours before you have to take NyQuil again. And it's raining outside, I think. It looks, my balcony is wet. So unless the crows that live on top of my balcony are crying, it is wet and it's raining. I have crows that live in the ro- on the roof of my house and they are so cute. They are so sweet and they want to show me how much they care that they are constantly just shitting all over my balcony, like full-on diarrhea (laughs) everywhere. I mean, sometimes I'm like, "What what are they eating? It is so bad. It's so severe that I'm worried about them. At one point, I tried to leave them food outside on my balcony, like different food that I Googled of what crows and hawks like to eat, and they didn't eat it. You know, they didn't eat it for... the squirrels ended up eating it. And then one of the squirrels got attacked by one of the hawks. I'm not even making this up. And they killed it and they ate it. So so I actually helped them with their prey. And then as a thank you, they still continue to shit all over my balcony. Every week we have to clean, deep clean my, my balcony. It's pretty bad. But I will say after that, not only did they leave me diarrhea on my balcony, they now leave me, little bones as well and i know that's alarming that's so scary v they're leaving you dead bones of birds correct but i googled it and it actually means that they are leaving me now actual little gifts they're like i'm not gonna finish this bone all myself why don't you have some So now they do that as well. So it's really cool. I mean, the first time I saw a bird bone, I was mortified, of course, as any normal human being would be. But now I just let it be. I see it. I'm like, oh, here we go. Carl the hawk left me another little small bird bone to eat. Thank you, Carl, for the feast. So that's just kind of where I'm at mentally, (laughs) physically emotionally if all fails i have my hawks and my crow friends but yes they live on the roof they sometimes make so much noise that sometimes i'm sitting in my living room and i hear so much noise and i'm so ready to start i used to do this thing when i lived in an apartment in West hollywood where i would take my lamp and i would start hitting my wall with my lamp to make the upstairs neighbor shut up because they used to do the zuma dancing thing i'll get to that in a second but i'm always so close to doing that and then i realize i have no upstairs neighbors it's just the crows and the hawks probably fucking each other or doing something but they walk so loud it's mad but that's what you get when you live in the hills you guys let's face it the holidays are so stressful and under our reindeer sweater's we are stress sweating about gifts, about cooking, about being alone or being with family or being single or being with, you know, our mother in law. Whatever that opinionated uncle is about to say next. But luckily, no matter how stressful it gets, we can all still smell incredible with Lumi. Lumi is a game changing whole body deodorant designed by an OBGYN to work not only on your pits, but correct, also on your feet, on your privates, which is what I use it for, and beyond. No matter where you use it, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor all day long, all thanks to its one-of-a-kind pH-optimized formula. And they've got over 275,000 five-star reviews to show for it. And if you don't believe those reviews, believe me when I tell you, this holiday season, you can at least cross B.O., off of your list of things to worry about because Lumi has you covered. And right now, they have this special offer for all new customers. You can get $5 off of their Lumi starter pack with my exclusive code and link using my code adulting at lumideodorant.com. That is L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. It's a whole body deodorant, you guys. It's amazing. It's insane. I use it for those little crests on the sides <laughs> of the little folds. I basically use it for every fold in my body that I have. And you never have to worry about those weird scents again. You guys, it's amazing. And it's also perfect for people with sensitive skin like me. So yeah, it's a whole body deodorant and it's perfect their starter pack is amazing. It basically comes with a solid stick deodorant, a cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice. Like I like their deodorant wipes and then their mini body wash and free shipping. And again, for special offer right now for my listeners, all new customers can get $5 off of your Lumi starter pack using my code adulting at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack, you guys, when you visit LumiDeodorant.com and use my code ADULTING. Okay, besties, one of my favorite places to shop during the holiday season because they have loads of sales and just the best stuff to buy, people you love or you know, for yourself, because you love the, yourself the most, is revolve.com. And when you go on their site, if you feel lost, my two favorite areas to tap on are either on the right side, which says sale, or on the left side, which is the hot list. Normally, I go on the hot list, and on the hot list, I kind of just go directly to what I'm looking for. Like on the hot list, they have the cotton shop, the holiday gift guide, the special occasion dresses, beach getaway, dresses new year's eve glam area shop statement outwear literally they have a section for every single thing that you're looking for so you don't even have to go all over the website like looking for something and then getting lost they have it all for you exactly there oh shop ski shop shop trending footwear what's hot right now i mean i love revolve i mean revolve has over 500 brands high-end regular end, emerging, exclusive labels in fashion and beauty and home goods. They have makeup, they have skincare, they have hair care. I mean, they have everything. It's the best shopping experience. And one of my favorite things about Revolve is the fact that anything I order gets to my house within two freaking days. And it's so easy to return because they have a return label in the box. So you don't have to print anything out and it's just free and easy to return anything you don't Like And they have amazing customer service. They have inclusive sizing options. They have new arrivals daily. They literally have everything. And right now, you can even see all of my favorite picks and all the things that I shop on Revolve. You get to see it too. So Revolve always delivers with the hottest styles and it's free and fast. Two-day shipping and returns is the best thing about them. And right now, if you visit revolve.com slash adulting, You will get to shop my favorites. It's all the things that I favorite, things that I already bought, things that I'm buying, basically anything I wear, you'll get to see on that little section on revolve.com slash adulting, and you'll get to shop all of my favorites for all of your upcoming plans this season. That is V O L V E. dot com slash A D U L T I N G. I mean in the hills. I have seen hawks, I've seen crows, I have seen owls. One time my sister was dropping me off in my house, on the way to my house, we had to stop the car immediately because there was a a owl crossing the street. You can't make this up. Have you ever seen an owl walking? It is the cutest thing ever. When you see their little feet and their little skinny legs walking, please google it right now (laughs) because usually you just see owls sitting but no when they walk it's cute but yeah an owl was just crossing the freaking street then um we also have furry friends that come around at one point i had a d i had a family of deers in my backyard uh last year and then this what is it called oh a bobcat okay so last year i had a family of deers in my backyard it was so cute. And did you know, dears, when they look at you, it looks like they're looking at you, but they're actually not because their eyes, they're cross-eyed. So their eyes are on the sides of their face and they're actually, when they're looking, they can only see from the sides. So if they're looking straight at you with their the front of their face, it's they're not actually looking at you, they're looking to wherever their eyes are. Does that make sense? I feel like my English is so off today, but Google it. <laughs> My whole life is just a Googling fun thing. So yeah, so I it was a, two parents and a child and I loved them. And every day I woke up and I felt like a Disney princess minus the singing because I cannot sing. And I knew if I sang, they would leave and they would just be eating all the, the trees and the the grass that I have in my backyard, which I don't mind because I don't use it. And then one day I woke up and there was something staring at me through my bedroom window. Cause my bedroom, cause the way my house works is when you walk in, there's the first floor and then you go downstairs and downstairs are the rest of my rooms. So my bedroom is downstairs. That's how a lot of houses are in the hills. So basically I woke up and there's something staring at me and no, it wasn't a man. It was a bobcat looking at me through the freaking window. And I'm sorry. But if not friend, why do they look like friend? You know, it was so fluffy. It was so cute. But then I realized it wasn't looking at me. It was looking at pancakes because I wanted to eat pancakes. And I thought it was really cute. I was so close at you know, adopting it. But then I Googled about bobcats and they're not friends. So, but after that day, there were no more deers in my backyard Did they die? I don't know. Did they get eaten? I don't know. But literally, my backyard is like the animal channel. (laughs) Whatever that channel is called, I'm somehow forgetting. Anyway, I was really sad about it, you know? But a year later, the deers showed up in my house again. And then there was news that we had a cheetah in our backyard. So the deers were gone and I thought... It was the cheetah that killed it. But then a few days later, the news, this happened actually this month, the news came out that we did not have a cheetah in our backyards in the hills. It was actually a really fat cat. I'm not even making this up. (laughs) So yeah, there was a fat cat walking around the backyards and everyone was mortified thinking it's a freaking cheetah, but it wasn't. Then what else have I seen in the hills? Oh, I've had numerous signs I've seen a white spider that was mortifying. Then one time I saw a bat in my balcony. And then I remember, I think I filmed it too. It was last month. And then it was a really tiny bat. And it was during the day and it was hiding, trying to hide in the dark in my balcony area. And I felt so bad for it because then I did my research and I googled about bats. And apparently it's really, really, really bad for a bat child to stray away from their family because it becomes very dangerous especially around dark um, evening time because once they can't find their pack again they are easy preys for hawks and for crows and guess who lives upstairs freaking hawks and crows it was like as if i was giving them the food i was giving them feasts and i was just dying for this little animal to leave and no i did not call animal control i was just you know i went outside to my balcony i put water out i tried to put some food out i didn't get near the bat because i also googled and it said that it gives you rabies (laughs) so i was not trying to catch rabies but boy did it look adorable and then when it opened in wings it was so big and beautiful it was just so freaking cool who knew the batman was my neighbor cool right i know anyway he left like most men do after they get to know me and he's gone and i never (laughs) heard from him again so there's that what other animals have i had except an owl i also have always the really 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 beautiful little birds like singing birds that don't shut the fuck up which i dislike when they do it in the morning then they're colorful singing birds it's always the most beautiful birds and then i'm very spiritual so i always google it just so i can get the validation that their good luck is coming my way (laughs) so i mean obviously i've had coyotes in the backyard as well and squirrels but that's about it and i never open the balcony because i know better because i know cats try to kill themselves if you (laughs) open the balcony oh and then I've had loads of lizards in the past as well one time I actually had a lizard break into not break into my house not a criminal but I opened the door for too long to take a package and a lizard got into my house and I really wanted to save this lizard and because it was it was scared you know so I tried to find a little um like a box or a jar or something to cover over it to try to move it on my floor to get her to get the lizard to the front door and this story makes me so sad i hate myself for this when i was moving the lizard inside the jar that was obviously freaking mortified because I, I couldn't figure out how to put a bottom surface to the animal to the lizard so it was like moving around the jar I accidentally put the jar a little bit on the end of its tail. And I know, I know, if you Google this, I know so much information. If you Google this, lizards, when they're scared, they, their defense tactic is to drop their tail because it grows back, super weird. The first time I saw a lizard that did that, I thought I broke its tail and I was mortified. But no, that's their defense mechanism. So they leave a tail in, behind for you to think you kind of hurt them or something and that's how they run away but i did accidentally chop a little bit of its tail and i was mortified i was in tears (laughs) like a loser i finally got this lizard oh you know what now i remember no this is so sad it was it's little it was a little it was one of its fingers it was so sad so that I did Google, it takes a while to grow back. It does grow back, but it's not part of their d- defense tactic. I freaking cut off one of its fingers on accident. So then I just wanted to kill myself and I finally managed to get the the lizard to the front of my house in tears. Now it's walking limping because it's missing the tail because it, defense mechanism, you know, she dropped the tail. And it doesn't have a freaking finger on one of its hands. And it's walking weird. So then I googled what they eat. And I forgot what it was. Some type of fruit that these animals can eat. And I was trying to mush it together to give it some strength. (laughs) and, And to feed it. And I forget... I think it kept trying to hand it to the lizard and the lizard kept going backwards and there's a stoop in my in my doorway. So when it was going backwards, it felt it fell back on its back. And now it couldn't it, it, it couldn't get up. So I had to flip it over and now it looked like it was even suffering even more. Like now it was full on limping because this thing dropped so many stories down because it was like such a tiny lizard. So then I tried to give it the food again. And I accidentally, when I moved the food, whatever this mushy food was that I tried to get to the lizard on the lower floor now, it accidentally fell on the lizard. And now the lizard was stuck under the food, (laughs) couldn't move. And I was just mortified because the more I kept trying to help this poor lizard, the worse it was getting. Then I finally got the food off of the lizard, put it to the side. I went back to get like, water for the lizard when i got back she was gone thank god if that thing escaped because i would have killed it with love not on purpose with love it actually brings me back to when i was a child i found a bird and the bird was limping because it broke its leg and i said i will save it because that's what i do i'm a savior i'm a good person so i took the bird home and I was hiding the bird from my parents. I didn't want them to know. So then I was like, the bird must be hungry. So I went to our downstairs to the backyard. And I started killing ants. And putting it in the bird's mouth to eat. I don't know if birds eat ants. I actually don't think I Googled that as a child. And I kept trying to give her ants to eat. Then... I was like, I can't leave her downstairs because there's a lot of stray cats in Israel. So I took her back upstairs with me and I decided I will treat this thing like its mother and I will sleep with it. I will keep it warm. My parents obviously right away found out that I have a dirty germed bird in my hands. And they said, Violetta, you cannot sleep with a bird. You are a chubby little kid (laughs) and you will accidentally turn over in your sleep and you will crush the bird to death. So we will keep the bird in a cute little nest that we will build for her in the balcony and we will have her sleep outside. And I said, okay, fair. So the bird slept outside in my balcony. And then the next morning, this is when my father was in town. As you know, as you don't know, actually, I don't know if I talk about this often. When I was growing up, my father worked on a cargo ship So he would sail away for three months at a time. So this, and he would be home four months of the year. So this was one of the months he was home. So in the morning I woke up, ready to go to school. And I said, I must say goodbye to my bird, Charles. And just kidding, I doubt I gave the bird an American name. Must've been some Middle Eastern name, I don't know. And let's call it Charles. I said, "I, I have to say goodbye to Charles. My dad said, no, 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 Violetta, please. Just go to school, you'll say, your hellos when you get back from school. And you know, I knew something was fishy cause my dad was talking to me. So that was weird. <laughs> cause I didn't even know that guy knew my name, you know, let alone that I lived in the same house as him. So I was like, this is weird. And I said, sir, please move aside and let me say goodbye to my child, Charles. And he said, okay, be my guest. And he moved to the side. I opened my door balcony. I walked up to my Charles. And all I did was touch it with my little finger to give it a little wiggle to say goodbye. And that bird was so fucking stiff. And it fell to the, it fell to the side. Like when I touched it, with the stiffness, it just dropped to the side. Cause it froze to death. <laughs> so, yeah. Are you looking for the perfect holiday drink that's non-alcoholic? Well, guess what? Gia is the perfect non-alcoholic upper teeth brand inspired by the Mediterranean. It's made with the purest ingredients, no alcohol, no artificial flavors, no added sugar, vegan, and still delicious. They have Loads of different flavors. They have gia soda, lime and salt, gia ginger, and samak and chili. And right now they have this newly released berry aperitif. My favorite is their first non-bitter flavor. It's so delicious. This one is bold. It's juicy and tart. Spritz it for a dry sparkling pairing with your favorite food, or you pour it over ice for a sweet nightcap i have it in my fridge right now in my kitchen i have it in my fridge in my office and i have it in my fridge in my podcast room that's how much i'm obsessed with gia especially for all of us who don't like alcohol but we still want to be you know like everyone else drinking a cool spritzy drink gia is that okay so right now you can visit drinkgia.com and use my code adulting at checkout for 20 percent off of your first purchase you heard me correct 20 percent that is d-r-i-n-k-g-h-i-a.com and use my code adulting for 20 percent off of the best most delicious non-alcoholic drinks you're welcome I was mortified, I have you ever seen a bird freeze to death and just, it's like I, you know how those pe- weird people do that one craft that they stuff their dead animals and it's like full on stiff, that's what the bird was. I don't know the name for it, but it was stiff as F and it just dropped to the side with a stiff look in its face, yeah, and that was my first animal. So then, you know, years went by and I didn't give up. I said, I will have an animal again. And my mom one day brought a fish home and she brought it home to cook and and eat. It was a, a live fish. Yeah, you know, Eastern Europeans, man, they eat everything and anything. So yeah, she brought a live fish to murder and to feed our family with. Fucking mother, you know, what was she thinking? So I saw this live fish and I said, wow, friend, what an opportunity for me to have a friend again. And I said, this will be Charles number two, my friend. So I stole the fish and I decided to become its friend. And I said, first order of business me and my friend will take a bubble bath together. Again, Google didn't exist yet. You know, we had that computer where it takes like years to even connect to the internet. And I took the fish and I put it in my bathtub in water. And then I started filling the bathtub up with soap and bubbles. And I sat in the bubble bath with the fish. And within seconds, the fish just was playing dead and i was really confused and it was just in the top of the water and i was like what the hell what's going on it's dead i don't understand i thought fish could survive in water and that's when i found out no apparently this is a thing that everyone knows except me i didn't know this as a child but fish die in soap. So, you know, don't wash your fish with soap and they don't like bubbles. You know, bubbles are their enemy. I found this out the hard way. And then my mom caught me in the bathtub with my fish and she said, what are you doing? And I said, I was taking a bubble bath with my friend and she said, you stupid, stupid girl. Fish cannot survive in bubble baths. Now you have no pet and we have no food. Good job. So... That was that. That was my second time having an animal. And, you know, I'm not proud, but I was a child. Did I have animals after that? Oh, yeah. The third animal I had, Charles number three, was a snake. This I was in high school. This time it was not my fault. I did everything right. And the snake choked on a mouse and died. What the frick? Now, my fourth animal is pancakes. Charles number four. We have been together now for eight, maybe nine years. I sometimes forget how old she is. She is a Scorpio though, I recall that. So, so far, she's alive. (laughs) She's doing well. And, you know, so far I'm alive. So two out of two, we're winning. Anyway, you guys, today we did not end up talking about Confession Corner or Benson knows best. I hope you will forgive me. As I am sick. I hope you were able to laugh through my silliness. (laughs) I had a lot of fun and recording this episode actually helped me forget that I was feeling sick. You know, it cheered me up. I was not miserable while recording this episode. It distracted me from being sad about being sick. It distracted me from being nauseous and it distracted me from, you know, being stuck at home. And it distracted me from the fact that my cat has been licking her asshole the last 24 minutes of me recording this episode. You think the first four minutes she would just be like, yeah, this is good. I like it enough. No, she's hungry and she's been licking her asshole the last 24 minutes. And am I upset? No, I'm just jealous because I'm not flexible enough to do that. And that's where we're at. Anyway, you guys, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. I hope you have an amazing week. Happy holidays to anyone listening and also um, for anyone out there that's not celebrating the holidays or the holidays are a tough time for them. I want you to know that you're not alone and I hope I was able to put a smile on your face. I know the holidays can be really hard for some people out there and uh, I want to just still say that I'm no matter where you are in the world, I'm sending you love and that I love you and I hope you have an amazing week. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your December. Be well. Kisses and hugs. I love you bestie. Bye.